Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. There we go. Take two did it. Yeah, there you go. We're, uh, we're, we had a good start to our recording evening, but we are slowly <laughs> boarding the struggle bus. So luckily, this is the last thing that we're working on for tonight, I believe. Um, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. And interesting, was, too. Yeah, you were like, let's talk about superstitions. I'm like, right? yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there are so many different ways to go with it. So depending on how we each tackle this, maybe we can do a part two at some point. Because that's the wonderful thing about superstitions. Is there's there's just so many. So many of them. So many, so many. Yeah, so how have you been? I feel like I haven't seen you in 100 years. You've had house guests. I did. Uh, Papa Strega was in visiting, and it kept me on my toes for three weeks. I never cooked so much in all my life, to be honest with you. I mean, I was flinging those pots left and right. You don't you don't understand. And, you know, I'm a solo person there, so I, you know, if I don't cook or I cook, it's it's in my up to me. But when you have guests, you got to feed your guests, right? This is true. Especially men, because they like to eat. Yeah, you but know you that know what? I like to eat. I like to eat good food. Yeah. I like to eat different foods. Well, I made pretty good food. I mean, I got absolutely no complaints. Were there any vegetables? Yes, there was. There were vegetables. She's like, there was a vegetable. <laughs> there were a few vegetables. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. A likely story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was no fish. The only fish happened when they went out and got fish. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. but I mean that one day I came home and there were crabs in my sink, and that I that yeah, <laughs> that blew my mind. Yes, you know what, man, a cr- a good crab boil actually sounds like a great idea. Oh, Those no. that used to be like a whole event at my house growing up, where like they would get the I think it was king crab or Dungeness crab, one of them, like big crab legs, and it would only happen once in a while, and there would just be big pots. Uh, on the table to like throw the shells in and everyone would just get this big bowl of crab legs and there'd be like melted butter in front of you yeah and it was just it was like a whole like situation it was really fun um ricky hates crab oh interesting well it's not that he hates crab it's that he doesn't like eating crab legs because he doesn't like to work for his food oh i see literally he says that so uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. You don't like crab. My best friend doesn't like seafood. I think crab counts as seafood, so I don't think yeah. Courtney will eat it with me. I'll find someone. Any of you guys listening want to have a crab night? You know what? When I was, you're not gonna believe this. When I was younger, my dad used to take me crabbing on oh, vacation cool. um, down the shore, as we would call it. And I remember just getting up really early in the morning and going to this river with these baskets, these wire baskets, and catching some crabs. That's really cool, actually. I like yeah, that. That's I just a cute memory. Yeah, it is a great memory. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Well, well, it's nice to have you back. Yeah, it's nice to be back here. Yeah, there we go. Um, let's dive on in okay. and see what we got. So Monica wrote all these notes and did all this research. And then guess what, guys? I left my book at home. Because mm-hmm. that's because to remember everything I had to bring today. Don't forget the jacket. Don't forget the bag. Don't forget the book. Don't forget this. I forgot the notes. 
I told myself a hundred times today not to forget to buy stamps. I just and needed <laughs> a single fucking stamp. I have, you know, remember like in 2020 when we all had to save the post office and we're all buying fucking stamps? Right, right. I don't know where those are because I bought them to help save the post office. No idea. So they're around somewhere. But, they're probably um, not good anymore anyway. I'm sure the stamp price. No, they're, they're forever stamps. Oh, forever. Yeah. Okay. But I just needed a single stamp. And uh, I went to Ralph's and I bought a bunch of shit. And you forgot the stamps. I That's so typical. I spent $80, but to not get single fucking stamp I came for. Whatever. All I my altars have beautiful flowers now because that was one of the main things I bought. Flowers oh, for wow. all the altars. Whatever. Wow. Anyway, okay. All right. Let's get to it. They're like, shut the fuck up. Let's get to our superstitions. Okay. All right. So the first one I have. Um, so the way I tried to do it was I found different superstitions from like different countries or cultures and then I tried to either I tried to find like magical correlations where I was like okay this makes sense because x y and z that's how I was trying to go with it okay okay uh so this says don't place mirrors across from each other like you know when you make like the infinite hall of mirrors you right, know it's right. like one of those that same don't do that in mexico and in other in certain other countries an infinite reflection can open up gateways to the devil well i think that mirrors are gateways anyway portals I, absolutely precisely and that's exactly what i i wrote down like when we're looking at it from that magical standpoint mirrors are seen as portals so i can see how if you line them up into this infinite reflection it can open up some like really weird doorways yeah or let yeah. too much in so i can definitely get behind that and now i think of all the fun houses and like all yeah. the places where you see them and now i'm gonna be like oh no bad juju there yeah right so ooh, interesting ooh, ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. so that was a really interesting one the other thing i, I read is um give a penny if you receive something sharp and I've actually heard this one before. I was actually advised to do this when giving someone an athame. Jill actually told me that. I was going to give my friend my old athame as a gift. And she's like, don't forget to have her pay you for it so you don't sever the friendship. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I have heard that. Um, the same is done when you give someone citrine or in some cases onyx. Um, it's yes. just following the the principle of like paying for spell work so that the karma is your own and stuff like that. So like if you're going to give someone this you know beautiful citrine point or this really beautiful piece of onyx, just be like, hey, I need a penny because then technically they bought it and then it's not a gift anymore. So you get to kind of sidestep some of that. Okay, good. Okay. I have I have mine. Well, let's alternate. Yeah. I found some really interesting Good Friday um superstitions which i which was fascinating i don't know if the, what the magic was but there's a reason for them mm-hmm. um so closer, the, to, closer to the mic lean on closer in. to the mic let us hear you um so the one thing they they say you shouldn't do is do laundry on good friday because um that would be the fear if you did laundry on on good friday that would mean someone in your family would die that year the fuck how does that even make sense i who knows but it was a superstition (laughs) um so and also um i'm trying to find it no steel or metal should be put into the ground so in other words if you were plowing your fields or you're doing any garden work that you're not supposed to do that on good friday no no housework or nothing on good friday because it would bring you bad luck um, because if you did your laundry, it was like boiling the blood of Jesus Christ. It sounds to me like someone was just like, listen, I, <laughs> I know that I have house guests coming on Sunday, but right. I don't want to fucking deal with this right now. So you know what? God doesn't like it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Okay, go ahead. You can do some too. 
All right, here's an interesting one. Um, it, this is a Lithuanian superstition, okay. and it states that whistling indoors can summon a demon. And to me, this this might be a, a little reaching, but it kind of makes sense to me because, like, you ring bells to summon spirits, right? You know, so why couldn't you whistle? Why couldn't that be a thing? So it it makes me curious to know if Lithuanian practitioners ever use whistling in their their rituals to summon spirits or do anything like that similar to how we use bells uh because i i think about it like in in a ritual like you call the quarter you ring a bell like to summon them all in i've also seen people ring bells over their altar to call the spirits to the altar and stuff like that so it makes me want to know if any like lithuanian practitioners have employed whistling in that way or if there's any kind of historic ties that way that would kind of connect that and be like oh that's why it's seen as summoning a demon oh wow that's crazy that's crazy okay you have another one sure we'll do two and two that's what we'll do on the topic of bells uh irish brides have been known to wear bells on their wedding dresses to ward off evil spirits who might try and ruin their marriage oh as opposed to relatives who have too many spirits and end up ruining the wedding <laughs> uh bells and other instruments like that um I I stopped halfway through that sentence. Okay, so that's fine. So when I when you look at that, when we're looking at musical instruments, bells, chimes, and things like that, just as I said that they can call spirits to you, they can also cleanse as a type right. of sound octave cleansing, similar to a singing bowl or things of that nature. So it totally wouldn't surprise me if someone would want to keep a bell on them, especially to like each step you take is like you're being cleansed as you go to keep anything away from you, which might normally sound a little excessive, but we're talking about the bride on her special day that's if there's a day to be excessive it's it's on your wedding day yeah absolutely yeah so and it reminds me we actually knew someone that wore bells all the time too remember Ren? you would always hear her coming you always right. knew she always and had bells it's funny you should say that because one year i bought my daughter's dresses that had little bells in them oh really yeah so when they my daughter always brings that up she goes my mother p- put these dresses on that had fucking bells on them so every time we walked it ding 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 would ring it was the demon in her being like how dare she try and banish <laughs> right, me <laughs> exactly crazy i you know what i remember seeing this really pretty anklet that had all these oh, bells yeah, on it, it was love so that. pretty i love that my mom had one and i always thought they were so gorgeous but i loved it when she would wear it because I would know where the fuck she is. Right, right. You can tell when she's coming, so you can put away the shit you're doing. (laughs) Exactly. And so I would get her to wear it all the time. Like, oh, I just love it so much. And then finally one day she, like, realized, and she's like, you little shit. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm smart. But anyway, so, yeah, bells. So, you know, we can summon demons. We can get rid of them. It's all in your intention. But think about that next time that, like, it's Christmas time or something, all the jingle bells, like, put them to use. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's some more Good Friday not you know superstitions that i came across that i thought were interesting they say bread or cakes baked on this day will not go moldy okay so the because the preservatives are also the blood of christ (laughs) and eggs laid on good friday will never go bad I, i don't have any blood of christ reference for that one but sure why not go chickens um and hot cross buns on good friday were supposed to have magical powers it is said that you can keep a hot cross bun, which has been made on Good Friday for at least a year, and it wouldn't go bad. 
what you the know, hell? Let's try that. <laughs> Let's try that next it's year. It's funny that you say that because I swear I was just reading something about that too. It came up, I think, on Pinterest because that's how I spend my mornings. If I wake up before the baby does, I just aimlessly oh. scroll on Pinterest finding weird shit. And I swear there was something about... Hot but it was like an buns. Easter or something. But yeah, it was with hot cross buns. Isn't that and like crazy? The magical it's things so crazy. I like that. That's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is an interesting one. I really liked this one. All right. Uh, don't toast or cheers with water. Oh. Because it brings bad luck. It pisses off the gods and it wishes death upon you and the guest of honor. Oh, shit. Good to yeah. know. I mean, so it even says, and this is, I believe, a German thing um yeah a german thing superstition there we go um it's said that it's actually better to cheers or toast with an empty glass rather than water rather than water well you know how many times have you been within a family gathering where everyone's cheering and there's a young child that can't have the liquor in their cup and they do it with with the water well, I whenever I would like, I remember being a little kid at weddings and stuff. They'd always give me apple cider. Oh, yeah. Mm. But ever since reading this, All I've right. been Make really sure. mindful about it. Actually, yeah. Uh, in part, this I this is just like what I've kind of put together. In part, this comes from Greek mythology because the dead, the, the where the dead would go and they would drink from the river of Lith. I think it is. I don't know if I'm, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. My apologies. But there's the river sticks and there's another one. And they would come and they would drink from this river to forget their whole life that they're leaving behind. Oh, wow. After they die. So when you're toasting with waters, it means that you're wishing the same to you and to the guest of honor, as well as basically saying, like, you want to take that water ride down to the underworld. So that's part of it. Toasty was also seen as a way to petition help and granted wishes from the gods. And then when you would hold your glass up and you would like, you know, drink to them, they would get all excited because all the gods are fucking boozers and alcoholics. Yep. (laughs) And then they'd be like, the fuck is this? This is water. How dare you? you. (laughs) Yeah. So it became this thing, which that totally makes sense to me. So it's like when you're holding it up because you're giving them like that first sip and it's water. They're like, hey, go fuck yourself. Wow. So there's that. Uh, In Turkey. Oh, wait. All right. I'm just jumping right into the next one. Apologies. But I thought that that was interesting. Very Um, interesting. In Turkey, an itchy right hand means that you'll come into money, but an itch in your left hand means that you'll lose money. Oh, see, now I would think it would be the opposite. Oh, unless you're right-handed or left-handed. You know how, you know, the give-receive kind of hand? Yeah, so your dominant hand is your giving hand, or your non-dominant hand yeah. is your receiving yeah. hand. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, because for me, I'm right-handed. So if I had that itch in my right hand, it would be giving money, and getting it in my left would be receiving uh, Right, it. So right, that's, yeah. Yeah, a little, a little backwards. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, here's some more... Uh, uh, hot cross bun superstitions do you do you know that uh, sailors would take old hard hot cross buns um with them on their travels to protect them uh on their journey what because the it hell? just gets rock hard and you can fucking <laughs> throw it in a cannon or something what i, I don't know but is that crazy it's, it's to prevent like a shipwreck it's crazy and also Hardened cross buns are supposed to protect the house from fire. I'm telling you, because you can just, like, I, well, I don't know how you'd protect it from a fire. I was going to say you could throw it at an intruder. It's crazy. Oh, well, my like, God. haven't you ever had, like, a baguette that's, like, two days old, and then all of a sudden it's basically a fucking baseball bat? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's no two ways about that. Yeah. 
All right, what else do I have for you guys? All right, if you step in shit, it's an omen of good luck. In France, it's believed that it's only good luck if you do it with your left foot. And if you do it with your right foot, it's bad luck. Do what Do what with your right foot? Step in shit. Oh, step in shit. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, they even say that before to performers in French, in France, before you go on stage, they say merged, which means shit. To step in shit because it's supposed to be good luck. My mom always used to say that when we used to step in shit. She said, it's nasty, but it's good luck for you. You know what? You told me that and then it's become <laughs> something that I like believe, you know, and it's even something where I use it as ter- as like a just like a term, like just like a saying now, like, oh, you know, step in shit and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it, like, it means like you stepped into some like lucky. Good right. Stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that's just a Monica ism that I picked up. No, I no, don't think so. It's a real it thing. could be my mama. Mama Monica. All right. Well, it's a mama Monica ism because I say it just so naturally and people look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I have to remember that there's a select few that speak Monica. What about wearing you putting something on inside out? That's supposed to also bring you good luck. I don't know how, but that's what my mom used to say too. I'm laughing because first of all, Monica, you're abundantly fucking lucky then because I can't even count how many times I've seen you come into work with like your sweater inside out or something. Oh my God. The other day, um, Ricky was home and he had got the baby dressed for me and stuff. So Felix comes into the living room and he's doing his little baby thing. I'm like, why do his clothes look so weird? And then I finally got a really good look and they were, they were inside out. So I guess Felix is a really lucky man. Oh, wow. There, there we go. have it. There you go. So I thought that was interesting. So there you go. Because that reminded me of you, the step and shit thing. Actually, we were just talking about that because I asked Ricky where Felix's uh, shoes where He's like, oh, he stepped in dog poop outside. I'm like, oh, congratulations. Ricky hates it when I tell him that stepping in shit is lucky. He hates <laughs> it. Um, I also created one just like on like the good luck omens because whenever I cook something that has a bay leaf in it, it never fails that Ricky gets the bowl with the bay leaf. It oh, never that's fails. Crazy. He always does, and he gets so annoyed. So I was like, it's good luck. Make a wish. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that's my new thing, because bay leaves are for wishes. So there you have it. There you go. All right. All right, another one for you guys. And this is actually, oh, no, I have, I'm coming to the end of my superstition. So I'm going to let Monica scour the internet for you guys. Um, but in... There's an Egyptian superstition that if you see or hear an owl, terrible news is coming. And in Mexico, they're also believed to be witches that have transformed into animals. So I think it's a sign that magic is on you. In Italy, it said that if an owl ends up in your house, one of your family members will die. Many cultures also believe that there are omens of death. I don't know why, but I've also, I could have sworn that someone told me that seeing an owl during the day is also a sign of bad luck. Yeah, I could see that because they're not out during the day. They're so not that's very odd. To be. Yeah. But then again, you see pictures of them during the day all the time. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, a few more of the Good Friday, then I'll move on to something else. Um, these are things that you should not be doing on Good Friday because it would bring you bad luck. Children should not be climbing a tree. You should not eat or drink anything containing vinegar or nettles. Do not wash your clothes. Do not plant anything. And and that's a few more of the uh, Good Friday um, superstitions. So basically on Good Friday, encourage your chickens to lay eggs and make hot cross, cross buns. Yes. And do nothing else. Eat fish. Do you eat fish on Good Friday? Yeah, you're right? supposed to eat fish. Go out for sushi. Yes. There you have it. Boom. 
right? Oh my God. Now, what about, I mean, I have so many, uh, my mother was laid in like so many superstitions. Like for instance, never put sh- uh, shoes on the table. Bad luck. Yeah, that's a bad luck because your mom's going to come up to you and beat your ass. Yeah. Don't do it. Do not open an umbrella in the house. That's bad luck. Oh, see, I've always heard that too. But uh, if you open an umbrella in the house, it's seven years bad luck. We actually just taught that to my nephew when it was raining a couple weeks ago. Uh, walking under a ladder. Walking under a ladder. Breaking right. a mirror. Yeah. Never touch a baby on the head. You know what? You told me that and I get it. Like, don't, don't. And I get annoyed when people touch Felix's head See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to let the baby because that, you know, that that's where the, the, the soft spot is still open. Yeah. And then, you know, by touching the head, they could put their negative juju into your baby. Exactly. So what I would do is whenever people would touch Felix, because it's so hard to make people stop. So um, whenever I saw someone touch Felix's head, I would go up afterwards and I put put a cross. And there you go. On his head. Just to okay. kind of cross it out. Because I've also, there's an Italian superstition um, that like if you're referring to someone uh, someone's injury or someone's illness don't point at yourself to reference it don't be like oh they monica has a bad right knee and then point at your own right knee uh, you know and don't let other people do it. like oh it hurts right here and they point at you or at your shoulder if that happens you cross that area oh uh, yeah so to avoid like the illness or injury getting to you right Got okay it. i have an interesting one here um and I'm going to follow up with one of my own after this. So, okay. And there's a Filipino uh, tradition called Pag Pag, I believe. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. But basically, it says that people should never go straight home after a funeral or a wake because there might be a spirit or a bad spirit that co- that attaches and goes with them. So instead, you like go to the grocery store, you go to a restaurant or something like that first so that the spirit will get lost there instead of going to your house. Oh, wow. Which is kind of cool. I wonder if that's kind of where like the tradition of like receptions after a funeral kind of came from. But with that, um, Ricky's parents would tell us to not shower before visiting a graveyard because you're so clear, pure and open. Okay, apparently Monica gets this too. I laughed. She's giving me like such a serious look and I, <laughs> Ricky and I laughed so fucking hard when we said this. Yeah, you're too open. It's like your pores are open. You'll absorb the dead people gases yeah. is what they well, say. <laughs> yeah, you'll absorb the dead people gases. Monica's coming from a place of spiritually you're too open so you might pick up right, stuff from exactly, the dead. Exactly. It's, it's the same principle. You're talking on the metaphysical level. They're talking on the mundane. The interesting thing is our, the interesting thing is our friend Emily at the last dinner uh, get together we all had at Courtney's, I saw her and I was talking to her about this, and she totally knew the graveyard superstition. Wow, that's I, crazy. I even looked it up online. I couldn't find it. I've talked to my other friends. No one knows what the fuck that is. And Emily's like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's totally a thing. Like, she absolutely knew about it. What about this one? What You heard this one. This one is like, I still do it to this day. Knock on wood. Oh, yeah, and I knock on my head all the time because for some reason I'm never around fucking wood. Well, this goes back to like Celtic or like English kind of beliefs that tree spirits, good and bad, resided in trees. And if you went and you needed a spirit or a tree spirit, you knock on their wood and they would do some bidding for you. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. I like that. See, that's yeah. witchy. That's very magical. Yes, Here's an interesting one, kind of just going back to the concept of mirrors real quick. Because there's, and again, mirrors are magical and they are portals. So it makes sense why there's so many superstitions surrounding them. But um, one is, so, you know, we've got the don't make the infinite mirrors, don't break a mirror. Which, you know, when I first moved into my house where the hall closet is, there was sliding glass mirrors or sliding glass doors. 
that I, they were broken when I moved in. And oh. like, there's so much weird shit in this house. There was just so many weird spirits and it was just con- a constant thing. And I kept trying to close down that portal that was in the hallway and I knew it was coming from the mirror. I finally just took the mirrors out. Oh, wow. Good and idea. Immediately got better. I'm like, forget it. Yeah. Um, that was a hard one to explain to my landlady. Like, hi, can you please take these? I am superstitious yeah. and they're bringing in ghosts. But another one for four mirrors is because you'll see like a lot in um, movies and stuff that took place in a Victorian time where they would cover the mirrors up after someone dies. Yeah. And it's because mirrors are portals. There's a fear that mirrors will steal your soul. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about the throwing of the salt over your shoulder? I don't actually know where that originates from. Uh, That's there's a few different things. The Romans thought um, if you threw the, the salt over your if you spilled the salt, it was you would get bad fortune so you take it and you throw it over your shoulder to prevent worse from coming okay okay we'll go with that well you know what that could be like a fey thing because there's so many spirits like fairies and different things that are thought to need to count every single grain yeah of something so it could be that they're you're slowing down the spirits because they have to count the grains of salt there's a lot of um things similar with rice uh-huh. That you would like throw rice over your shoulder. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that could be one thing. Um, I have another one from Ricky's parents. And again, props to Emily because yes. she also knew this one. I think we're going to have to have her come on with just her own. Like <laughs> We actually, I, I thought about having her on and we talked about it. And I just, the timing didn't line up. But um, she ha- she's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to superstitions at school. Oh, yeah. They all, they, old schools are. Yeah, yeah. Old school people, yeah. So... Ricky's parents also told me this when Felix was really young. He was maybe like three, four months old. They were like, don't let him stare at the ceiling fan because he's going to get hypnotized. So just whenever he looks at it, make you know, turn him around. <laughs> and oh, God. Emily was like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally a thing. Yeah, you have to like cover their eyes like in you know, like to like reset them. And Felix was with us when we were talking about it talking about it and so we turned the feeling the ceiling fan on and he looked at she's like oh see we let him look he's hypnotized now you have to cover his eyes oh my god that's mm-hmm. great yeah well you know another i think italian tradition is when a baby's born they they pin with a little red ribbon on their little t-shirt the evil eye you know what i think i knew that yeah and i also know yeah. that you put the monocornudo over their their bassinet yes some people yes, would do yes. that too Yes, yes. There's some interesting stuff with brooms. So it's thought to be bad luck. Are you bringing like old luck and bad luck if you sweep your new house with an old broom? Which makes sense because there's oh, yeah. a, in, in a lot of cultures, like it's a, a housewarming present is a broom. I would never take an old broom with me into a new house. Okay, see, there you have it. Yeah, I would there never do that. It. I always leave that broom behind. I yeah. have one. This is... um. My mom's old boyfriend taught me this and I have some friends that are from the south and they have the same superstition and this one's always really stuck with me and it's now like a pet peeve of mine. If you sweep someone's feet, they're going to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're going to get sick. Yeah. Because that's funny because every time I'm sweeping at the green man, Diane is constantly r- running away from me. Well, there don't you go. sweep my feet don't sweep my feet mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's crazy if it happens what you're supposed to is you're supposed to spit on the broom like the person whose foot got swept you have them spit on the broom to counteract it yeah and i that's one that like stuck with me i was a kid and i remember i was sweeping and i accidentally swept his feet and he's like i don't want to be going to jail don't you do that to me and i'm like what yeah isn't that crazy and it's just something it's it's kind of funny how different superstitions just like stick with you over time you know right it's true 
What about the horseshoe? You know what? I never thought about where that one came from either. Well, I mean, the Romans thought it was lucky because it had seven holes in it, and seven was a, a, a magical number to the Romans. Just because it had seven holes in it. Okay, I like okay, that. Okay, that's where we'll take it, right? I like that. Um, I can get behind that. And it brings good luck, you know, so, all right. Um, what about Friday the 13th? I was just about, you know what? Go ahead. We're on the same wavelength tonight. <laughs> I, I don't know all of the specifics of what make it unlucky. I know that there's something where there's like one theory that it's with the Rosicrucians and then there's something else. That there's like a million different things. Right, right. I just think it's a spooky fucking day and it's awesome. Yeah, I like the number 13. I think it's a powerful number. I mean, 13, 13 is the Coven's Array. 13 yeah, disciples you know and that's why they, they they feel like the the number 13 is unlucky because judas betrayed jesus and he was the 13th member of that dinner party that night that's why they go in there with that one so speaking of dinner parties um you can look at it that way in north north bleh, norse mythology uh loki was the 13th person to arrive at a feast in valhalla and so um and when he was there he tricked another attendee into killing the god baldor Oh. I don't I'm probably not saying his name right either I apologize so there's a lot of different things with the number 13 you know have you ever been to the Winchester no. Uh, house no I've never been it's beautiful I've been I've been twice and it's so beautiful it, it is a bizarre place very bizarre very beautiful but if you really pay attention to the, the details in it there's a lot of number 13s in it Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of things like in the hedges. There's 13 of this, 13 steps, blah, blah, blah. Like she was, and you know, she really was mindful with the, the uh, architecture of it. Like she was very involved. So it's all very purposeful. Mm. What about crossing your fingers? Oh, yeah. For like, okay, so that one's an interesting one. I don't know why you do it, but I just think it's interesting because you can cross your fingers for good luck. But right. you also can cross your fingers if you're lying. Oh, You've never yeah, heard that? Not if you're lying. I know. I never heard that. Yeah. People, whenever they're like, oh, no, I, I'm telling the truth. I promise. And like, you know, you'll uh, see it on TV all the time. Little kids, they cross their fingers uh, and hold their so, fingers Yeah, their just back. so they don't get the karma. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And, you know, um, also people did it because they believe that they can bless their um, bless their wish with it as well. But why do you I, think? Who knows? Seals the deal like it's bonding or like binding maybe? Maybe. Okay. I mean, that's what I got out of it. I can I can get behind that. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, what I got. Um, let's see. You know, here's one that's really silly. Chewing gum at night. Um it says, "Have you ever had an irrational fear of accidentally consuming dead flesh. What the fuck? What? While in Turkey, it is thought that after dark, chewing gum magically transformed like the Mogwai in the movie Gremlins, who turned into the little monster. Yeah. If they are eating after midnight into the flesh of the dead. That's crazy. That's crazy shit. <laughs> Ricky is so creepy. Sorry. Ricky's back like in the window again, and he's just standing oh. there like, it's like a anyway okay sorry guys and you know of course everybody modern day now what's all over the place 
the evil eye. Mm-hmm. That wards off all negativity, right? That's a superstition too. And like, yeah, you and the Malukia the mono- too. Yeah, the monocarnudo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I apologize. The dogs are, are crying in the background. We're gonna. I think that's our clue, our cue to wrap up here. Ricky's been hanging out in the front yard doing stuff, and he yeah. just went on a walk, came back, and all you saw was this dark silhouette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, that's. Uh, I, we probably have to do a volume two because there's so many. There's there's so many, and I love finding the origins and why yeah it it is interesting to find out why and how they originated yeah it really is uh if any of you guys have a superstition that you grew up with or that your parents or family member or friends said like please like share them with us email us wine spirits and witches at gmail.com because we're definitely gonna have to do a part two yeah because this was fun i liked this one it was really fun to look up and research uh my shout out is to emily uh, Emily, you're awesome. It has been so wonderful getting to meet you and get to know you and call you my friend. Me and Monica love you. And I definitely know that we have to bring you in for our part two on superstitions because you seem to have a shit ton of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have one more. Sorry. It just popped into my head. The pothos plant. Uh-huh. Right. Um, that There's like this huge popular house plant. Well, in some Latin cultures, it's bad luck to have in your house because it means your daughter will never get married. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's interesting. When I was looking up the dead people gases one, that one kept coming up. That's so. crazy. Wow. OK. Um, my shout out is to Papa 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 Strega. We love you. Yeah, he just went back and he's missing us already. So I'm, 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 I'm shouting out to to Papa Strega. We love you, Papa Strega, and we love everyone that's listening. Yes, Send we us do. Your, your questions. Yeah, your we have stories. to do an Ask a Strega. We do. We come haven't. on, no come one's on, people. Their shit. Send people, us stuff, come guys. on. Don't you want to know stuff? Come on, send it in to us. Yeah. See, you got Monica bitching at you guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful, superstitious night. Yes. Merry meet. Merry part. And, and merry meet, meet again. again.